We are in your presence to receive the manner of heaven. We ask for mercy through the blood of Jesus. We are not even wealthy to be called your sons and daughters. But for the love that you have for us, you descended from heaven. You came and died for us and delivered us from our iniquities. This morning, I ask for mercy from the pastorate to the leaders and to everybody and to the children's service that the blood of the Lamb of God will wash every soul here and that you will pardon every iniquity and you will cleanse the sins of your children and you have mercy on us and that you will create an open heavens that today the showers of blessings and the dew of heaven will descend upon your children. Bless us with the word of revelation and prophesy. Let, let us hear something from heaven you have never heard before. In the name of the Father, the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. And take your seats in heavenly places. Let's not say away Hallelujah. Amen. So um, I have about 12 things, but I will share five with us quickly. I believe that the Lord will bless you. So the question is: the Bible says that Jesus said men always ought to pray and not to faint. What happens when I pray? What does the believer's prayer do? So quickly, number one, prayer creates an open heavens over the believer. Now, if you're a child of God, it's either you live under open heavens or you live under closed heavens. Now, when you read the book of Malachi chapter 3, you read there that, and, and it said, when you do this thing in obeying me, I will open the heavens and I will pour you downward blessing. So, anytime you hear open heavens, it's a supernatural blessings that come from the throne room of grace. One of the things that activates open heavens is prayer. I'll teach you the four things that prayer does when the heavens are open. Remember what I said? Prayer creates an open heavens over the believer. It's either you are living under open heavens or closed heavens. When your heavens are open, good things happen to you. Luke chapter 3. Verse 21 to 22. Now, the Bible says that and Jesus Christ went to John the Baptist in the wilderness in the Jordan River. He said, now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying. Now, watch the word. And doing what? The other people, they were being baptized, they didn't pray. They prayed all right, though it was a spiritual uh, uh, experience. But Jesus Christ, he was praying during baptism. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was also baptized. But he was praying, and out of his prayer, the Bible says that the heavens was open. Now, verses 22, and the Holy Spirit descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. You see, when your heavens are open, things descend upon you, not curses. And so when you pray, you create an open heavens as a believer. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord descended in a shape like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven, which said, Thou art my beloved son, in thee I am well pleased. You see, so not only when the heavens are open, the Spirit descends upon you. So when the believer prays, 
He creates an open heavens. For what I call divine visitation. And then, oh, are you clapping your hands? And when your heavens are open, you hear the voice of God. Oh, hey, you hear of his guidance, his approval, his everything. What's Open heavens mean? is what makes the believer an outstanding child. Lift up your right hand, put it on your head, and say that in the name of Jesus, I will live under open heavens by my prayers. The heavens above me will open, and I will enjoy. The showers of blessing. Now, thank you. Put your hands up. Now, so for things that happens under open heavens. Number one, when your heavens are open, you hear the voice of God directly from His throne room. You see, when the heavens were open over Jesus, the Holy Ghost came upon Him, and the Bible says that and God spoke and He heard. When your heavens are open, you hear the voice of God directly from His throne room. Number two, when your heavens are open, you enjoy supernatural provision. An uncommon blessing on the earth. Oh, yes, 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 yes. When your heavens are open, you enjoy supernatural provision and uncommon blessings on the earth. When Paul said the Lord will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory, when you pray and you live a prayerful life, you have an open heavens. Number three, when your heavens are open, or you receive bountiful revelations from God, so the believer needs an open heavens but your heavens can never open until you pray you remember the bible says that and the heavens were shut and there was no rain for three years and the bible said Elijah like you and I he knew how to open the heavens and the bible said he went to Mount Carmel and was on his knees that's one day the heavens over the nation was closed. No rain, no revelation, no power, no voice, no nothing. And the Bible said, when the king cried, I have cried. The Bible says that an Elijah went to the mountain, Mount Camel. On his knees. Three years drought. Three years dryness. Three years wilderness. Three years nothingness. He knew that when you can go on your knees, your heavens will open and the showers of blessings will come. I declare upon somebody here in the name of Jesus. I don't know what your, your marriage is suffering. I don't know what your children are suffering. I don't know what your family is suffering. I don't know what your business is suffering. But I know one thing that if you can go on your knees and you can pray to the God of Israel, David said the other day, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Where come out my help? My help does not come from man. My help comes from Zion. From the king of kings and the lord of lords. If you can pray, your heavens will open and you will work in blessing on the earth. Oh, don't make the devil program you for prayerlessness. Number two, prayer delivers the believer. Number one, from temptation, Number two, from distraction and traps of wickedness. And traps of wickedness. Maybe you don't know what your prayer does. 
But anytime you spend that 20 minutes and 30 minutes praying, God uses that prayer to deliver you from a pending temptation, to deliver you from distraction. Some of these things are accidents, some of these things are uh, even in the workplace, people can set you up. When you spend time in the morning to pray, God uses your prayer to deliver you from pending distractions and dangers. And so prayer produces deliverance and escape. What, what we say, divine escape, divine escape, divine escape. It happens as a result of prayer. Now, Jesus Christ told us in the book of Matthew chapter 26, verses 41. Don't say that I am too I am very strong. Even Jesus in Pope. So don't say I am strong. I am a principled man. You are a principled man. You are a principled woman indeed. Listen, there are some sins when it knocks at your door. You even forget the name of your father. Are you here with me at all? So what will deliver you from those temptations and those traps is prayer, the power of prayer. So whenever you pray, you create something around you that insulates you from the temptations that can turn men into victims. So Jesus said, pray that ye may not fall into temptation. Are you there? Matthew 26 verse 41. He said, watch and pray that ye enter not into what? Into what? Temptation is the devil's food for victims that he hey, wants to get destroyed. The thing will come. You will see it and everything. But Jesus is saying that. The power and the drive to walk away from that thing. When you are tempted. Is prayer. So when you pray, you will not fall into it. The temptation will come back. Some way, somehow, you will have an escape. Are you there with me? So when you pray, like I said, prayer delivers the believer from temptation, from destruction and traps of wickedness. So we saw here in the scripture that prayer delivers you from temptation. Luke chapter 22 verses 31. Luke 22 verse 31. Now the Bible says that, and the Lord said to Simeon, Simeon, Behold, Satan had desire or desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. He said, Behold, Satan had desired his greatest desire. To, to, to paraphrase what Jesus is saying, that he will dislocate you, he will blow you like a wheat. He will blow you like a charmer, that you will be dislocated. You are in a crowd before you know you blow you and you find yourself in the desert. You will turn like this, you can't see road, you can't see anything. So you die there with, with test and whatever. He says, Satan had desired in him. And I, the Lord Jesus, the next point, but I have prayed for thee. That thy faith, thy faith faileth not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy bread. In other words, Satan wanted desire to destroy you. But when I saw it, I knew that the only thing to override this agenda is prayer. So I prayed for you, and when I prayed for you, you were saved. And your faith did not fail you. Now, would you be Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What would cause your brother and your sister to survive in this kingdom is the prayer of intercession. Your husband is prayer of intercession. He desires. Satan's desire is to stop you, is to dislocate you, is to destroy you, is to bring you destruction. 
can save you and help you is the intercession of your brother or your sister. That is why when Satan brings this misunderstanding and jealousy and sowing of seed of division and all Satan is trying to do is that when somebody has something against you, he won't pray for you. So, but you only pray out of love. So when those things start, eh, he wants to destroy this power that can save the brother and the sister. Are you getting me? And so prayer for one another is what will deliver a brother and a sister from destruction and pending dangers. So that when the Bible says that pray for your pastor, it means that the demons chasing you that the pastor will come and deliver you from the hands of the demons. All the plans they have for you, they will turn it on the pastor. Your prayer is what will deliver me from the expectations and the desire of the enemy. That is why a Christian who does not pray for his pastor or her pastor, that person has backslided. Because try the shepherd and the sheep will what? So learn to pray for your spouse. Learn to pray for your children. Learn to pray for your pastor. Learn to pray for your brothers and sisters. Because prayer is the only thing that can override the agendas of the devil, the plans of the devil, the desires of the devil. That is the only thing, the weapon that is able to. Oh, I see the oil of God upon your life. The Lord is making you an intercessor. Making you an intercessor. Somebody say, I hear you. We also saw in the book of Acts chapter 12. The Bible says that then Herod arrested Peter. Herod Watch it. And he put him in prison and chained him. And listen to me, every four hours they put 16 soldiers around the young man. The Bible said when the church saw, the Bible said intending to kill him to cut off his head the following day like he did to James. When James was arrested, the church was talking politics. Now, I said, President, why would Kinero do this? This is injustice. This is the daddy. This is the leader. They were talking, talking instead of praying. The next thing they heard was that they are. James has been beheaded. So when Peter was also arrested, he said, hey, prayer is the key. Prayer is the only thing that can deliver our leader from destruction. And the church, the Bible said, they met and they prayed and they prayed to heaven. And when they prayed, God sent an angel. And the angel delivered Peter from the prison. So Peter did not die prematurely. Do you see what prayer so pray for your children. Pray for your church. Pray for your leaders. Don't talk against leaders, not even the president and all that. Your prayer can deliver somebody that is he's been prepared for death. Prayer can deliver the person from untimely death. And I declare in the name of Jesus. That you will not die before your time. She will not be destroyed before your time. The prayer of the saints can save. So prayer does not only save you, but save others. Clap your hands for Jesus. You see, every morning when you wake up and you pray, there are things on your road and your path that you don't even have an idea. 
I'm talking about prayer delivering you from destruction, temptation. I avoid you for saying when people call you, come, come now, come now, come now. Come now. Come now. Come now. Don't leave your, don't cancel the appointment with God in the morning and jump on man's appointment. It's a trick and a deception. Seek you first, the kingdom. Seek God first. Listen, make time, finish that time with God before you go and fulfill your appointment with man. Anytime something is rushing you, for you to cancel your appointment with God. That thing is seeking for your destruction. Prayer will deliver you from evil. So always please remember. Make time with God in the morning before you go to the office. Are you here with me at all? No, are you here with me at all? Once you have committed your day into the hands of the living God, there are certain things that the enemy can even set for you. But God will make you late or delay you or you will will go there before the thing will fall. What happened? That is how God uses prayer to deliver us. Clap your hands for Jesus. So how many things have we learned? Have we learned two? Number one, we said prayer creates an open heavens. And then number two, prayer delivers the believer from temptation, destruction, and traps of wickedness. Now, number three, prayer produces divine healing. Destroys demonic affliction. And heals emotional pains. Now, let me go over it again. Some of you, when you are, you are, you are going through some... Now, I Prayer. It's the only antidote to your sickness, either spiritual, emotional, psychological sickness, whatever sickness. Prayer is the only antidote. Listen to me. So prayer produces divine healing, destroys demonic affliction, and heals emotional pain. James chapter 5, verse 13 to 15. Are you there with me? He said, is any among you afflicted? Affliction is a warrior nobody is punishing you but you know that you can sense that we call it demonic affliction you know that ah, you are not at peace you know you are under harassment now the bible is saying that is anyone among you afflicted in bracket look at it heal treated suffering evil suffering evil he should pray is anyone glad at heart he should sing praises to God now the next one verse 14 is anyone among you sick he should call in the church elders or the spiritual guards or leaders or pastor bishop and they should pray over him anointing him with the oil in the name of the Lord Jesus and then verses 15 watch it and the prayer that is of faith will save him who is sick and the Lord will restore him and if he had even committed any sin it will be forgiven him now, do you see how powerful prayer is prayer can heal you can deliver you from affliction so prayer heals the sick and I tell you I came in the name of Jesus oh I didn't I didn't I said I came in the name of Jesus and I declare that anybody here who is suffering any affliction 
Any sickness or disease, I cast that sickness to die. I cast the root of that sickness. I free your body from demonic affliction. I free your body from demonic harassment. I declare healing upon your life. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you are healed. You are healed. You are healed. He said he sent forth his word and his word went forth to heal them and to deliver them from their destruction. Count it a blessing to have a pastor over your life. Bible said the devil came to kill, to steal and to destroy. But I, the Lord, I have come to do what? Give you life. Prayer heals. So listen to me. What I've observed is that when you are prayerful, you never get sick. When you are praying, what is called sickness cannot even reside in the same temple where prayer goes forth. So I came to encourage you. Be prayerful. Because prayer will keep sickness and diseases away from you. Clap your hands for Jesus.